Hello and welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You're here with me, Pete, and along with me this week, I have Ben. Hello. And Eddie. Hello. Nice. I thought for a second Ben's internet was going to cut out again as I said his name. <laughs> no, no, we're all good. I restarted. It's all good. <laughs> you restarted because that fixes all. That fixes yep, everything. Absolutely. A restart. Turning it off no and restart. on. That's, that's all it needs, baby. That's all it needs. I still love the best bit is no one but us will know because it's only Discord it impacts. Anyway. Yeah, no, I can just be talking freely. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. On the recording, it'll sound fine, but me and Eddie will just be like, Yeah, what? I was listening to one with you two uh, when I was off a few <laughs> weeks back, and, and it was absolutely fine. It was only right at the end did, like, one of you go, we've been having real big problems. So I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah we couldn't tell when the other one was. Yeah, we couldn't tell when the other one was speaking. But it the was problem mental. is, problem is, Pete gave the deal away because our, me and probably all of our listeners had no idea, and it was only Pete that went like, "Oh," and there was a couple times where I just went, "Yeah, I agree," and I had no idea. Was, I was like, "Pete, what are you doing?" It seemed perfect until then. Breaking the fourth Stop wall. Breaking the fourth breaking wall. The fourth yeah. wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that was a bad one, though. We, by the end, we couldn't hear a word. That was awful. The internet got ah, so yeah. bad. <laughs> on both sides. Not good. Yeah. yeah anyway, let's, let's hope that doesn't happen tonight. Um, because we have a fair bit of news to go through. A stacked new releases section. Um, our, our, what we've been playing features a bit more on Pokemon, a bit more on God of War, June Spice Wars, which has obviously come to Game Pass, and As Dust yeah. Falls. Nice. Mm, yeah, it's stacked as well. Yeah, and then for our feature, because we have a World Cup going on, Eddie is leading us in a World Cup quiz to test just how terrible yeah, woo. me and, me and is, Ben it are. Is compu- it is computer games linked. It is. It's from Football <laughs> yeah, it's Manager, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from <laughs> Football Manager, which released, what, a month ago? Yeah, yeah November, yeah. Yeah, right. so yeah. We'll be looking into the World Cup through the lens of Football Manager in that. So, yeah, I suppose we better crack on, guys, and we better start with the quick news. Let's do it. Um, first up, um, Sonic Frontiers. It's got a patch out. It's got its first patch out starting on the PlayStation. It's going to go to other platforms soon enough, but um, it addresses, and I quote, bugs and issues and other <laughs> undisclosed quality of life issues. So I don't know what it addresses, but it's a patch. It's a bug uh, fix patch. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so that's good. Um, the Long Dark, I don't know if either of you have ever played that. I've always been interested. Yeah, but The Long yeah. Dark is getting a huge paid survival mode expansion out in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's always, it always one of those I wanted game. to try. I know, yeah, th- that threw me as well because yeah. it's a pay- survival mode that's capitalised. So I don't know if it's like a hardcore mode or something, but I assume it already had one of those. Yeah, that's weird. Um, it's, it is a little anyway. bit confusing. Hmm. <laughs> it is, yeah. But it's an expansion for the Long Dark. So if you're into that survival game, which I've always thought looks really, really nice, and it's on like Game Pass. I think it's on Game Pass as well. Wow. Um, so, uh, and if it's not, well, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, there we go. Um, it's, it was definitely free at one point because I played it. Yes, yes it's, at one point it was on Game Pass. It may or may not be now. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, there will be a season pass for Callisto Protocol, which is on our new releases. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> uh, those that will include brand new death animations uh, that haven't. Uh, they haven't started working on that those yet, though, but it will include these new deaf animations because they're saying that that is going to be a big thing that people will will like in the game. So people were, com- uh, were voicing concerns that they thought it was cut content 
from the original game and then put behind a paywall. Mm. Uh, but they came out and they confirmed that they haven't even started working on these yet. But <laughs> it was weird. There was like an, it's like people love to have an immediate outcry to this stuff because somebody says, oh, we're going to put this in a DLC. And they go, oh, well, why isn't that in the full game? And if, if they have or they haven't made it, like, it's their fucking game. Let them do what they want. <laughs> uh, they've got to, they've got to make money so let, let them fucking do it anyway um digital foundry have described the latest pokemon game as a comprehensive technical failure <laughs> oh. yeah. ah. Ah. Uh, but at least i suppose it's comprehensive uh don't want to leave that in any doubt they want to do things properly so yeah complete <laughs> comprehensive technical failure <laughs> yeah. um then it was uh nintendo it was rumored that well, it was actually confirmed that Nintendo are giving refunds for digitally bought Pokemon games. Um, that's the headline that you'll read everywhere. And it sounds like a lovely, great headline. Mm. But what the what those articles aren't really saying is that Nintendo gives refunds on any digital game that you request. So it's not really Pokemon specific, but made a glorious headline. Uh, so uh, I have a question on that, Ben. Like, do they... Yes. Do you have to give a, a very good valid reason, or, or is you have to give? You have to do. Yeah, you can do it online. I think you got to give a valid reason, and then they get back to you in a certain time period. Uh, I think it's not as quick and easy as Steam. It's not like you get it back instantly, and they're yeah. they're within their rights to say no. But um, they do give refunds though. I, you can, if you I, bought I'm something digitally, you can get it. I'm shocked. So yeah, like, no, Nintendo. It, like I, I, every every decision they've ever made, I've always thought you money grabbing bastards. But this is really good. <laughs> I'm really happy. Yeah, about it's this. not something. It's not something that's really advertised. Um, but I have heard on other, from other reliable sources that, uh, yeah, this is this is actually common practice and it's a bit misleading. This whole headline. So, um, but they are giving refunds. So, and I think it, I think the point is that they're probably more readily giving refunds for these games. But yeah. I don't know. The, the headline is all mixed in stuff that's you know what no it, you know exactly what it is it's it's one journalist who's gone. There's huge news about the Pokemon uh, game being you know crap looking oh and, and and look how many clicks everyone's getting so they've just gone has there been refunds yes there has right let's let's make a new story absolutely yeah or yeah. it's somebody posting on reddit that they got a refund yeah and it's like, okay exactly um, new but, story but 1, and because clicks. it's not so readily you can't just click a thing on your switch to say i want a refund like you can on steam yeah um people don't know that you can kind of do that and if you've got a reason people they review it and they say yeah okay yeah um, and if you said that this was a comprehensive technical failure, then maybe maybe that would be enough. <laughs> I said that about Battlefield while trying to return it, and they told me to fuck off. So there you go. Uh, I did actually return a game to. I tried to return a game to Xbox once, oh, yeah. um, and that was fine. Oh really? Nice. I got a no without a reason. Nice. Yeah, I wasn't happy about that. <laughs> Must have no, yeah, good. I, I got one of those things where you go on the website and then you type your phone number and then they give you a call back and they did and spoke to them and yeah, it was all good. Oh, that sounds good. I know, yeah. yeah. Oh. But uh, regardless, uh, moving on. Um, Gran Turismo, Turismo. 7. Turismo. Turismo. Apologies. Um, it finally lets you sell cars in an update 1.26. Uh, nine months after release, okay. uh, after release, it's probably a little too late <laughs> for many, I, I would assume. that Selling cars has been a mainstay in Gran Turismo. It kind of creates that like um, actual economy in the game. Yeah. But um, this wasn't in it, so you couldn't, couldn't sell them. Um, no. Also, you know, Eddie, we talked about the uh, damage 
they're not being damaged well, in the game. On the lack cards. of damage, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did. I literally heard this week somebody talking about this and suggesting that they couldn't put damage in the game because of the car companies not wanting their cars to look damaged. Oh, fuck's sake. And as soon as one or two companies say that, because there aren't an abundance of companies in the game, mm. then that's kind of it, isn't it? You've got to take it out of the game. Oh, that's so, so stupid, though. I well, I don't know if that is the case, but that's yeah, what I did here. So yeah, it's and it sounds plausible, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. But I mean, come yeah. on, like oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Why wouldn't you I mean, want your car to look like? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Either. I don't know. But there we are. Um, and the last one of the quick news: Red Dead Redemption Two. Remember that game? Um, <laughs> It hit a peak concurrent players of 66,000 on Steam three years after release this Sunday just gone. And the previous what? high was 55,000. Why? I think it was propped up by a sale in America for Black Friday for yeah. Red Dead Redemption oh, 2. Oh, okay. I assume it was like dirt cheap or something. Yeah, that makes sense because else I couldn't imagine any reason for that. I think that's a low... I mean, I... Right, so there's a couple of things here. Um... It released on PC after it wasn't day and date on PlayStation and PC, obviously. So the majority of players have already played it on PlayStation. Yeah. Or X or X. Was it on it? It was on Xbox and PlayStation, I assume. But they played it on console. Um so when it came to PC didn't have that massive player base, I assume, off the bat. But sixty six thousand I thought seemed a bit low for the PC release. Uh fifty five thousand, sorry. I thought seemed a bit a bit low. So um but anyway it's yeah, it, 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 it's it does seem low, but hmm. I suppose most of them would have played it on console. I think part of it, by the way, as well, it does seem to be on sale in a lot of places. It's on the autumn sale on Steam at like 70% off, I think. Right, okay. Um, so maybe they're just doing a massive drive all over lately to get people yeah. playing it. And and it's the, it probably is the first year that more people have the Steam Deck, and so they might have bought it for the Steam Deck and stuff like that. There's a yeah. few reasons, I suppose, people yeah. would be buying it, it might, and it might be going... Um, sorry to bring RimWorld up so early, but I, I had to look up what like an average game for concurrent players was. But RimWorld last month hit 61,000 concurrent players. Yeah. Oh, it's nice that you put RimWorld up. That's good. <laughs> I, like, I, I, do, I respect that you got it into the quick news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You I got to bring it early. Yeah. You got to bring it early, boy. Honestly, it's good. Give, it, like give it. it a couple more weeks and I'll have to actually announce him as RimWorld when introducing you guys. Nice. <laughs> It'll be Ben and RimWorld. Just oh. to get it out of the way. Never be ashamed yeah. of that. Thank you. <laughs> good. Okay, well, let's see if you can shoehorn it in again before the end of the show. So uh, that's the quick news. <laughs> I think that's I the quick will. news, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, he will manage to, yes. Um, right, so we're going to kick off the main news with a bundle of Microsoft, Activision, Sony, FTC stuff. Um, and I want, I want to, I want to set out before we start. This can all be summarised as ever, as man does job, people do jobs, <laughs> companies perform role. Okay, yes. Let's, Let's get that out of the way, because it's just not how it gets reported. But this started with the US Federal Trade Commission is likely to file an antitrust lawsuit against Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. That's where this, that's where this begins. Yeah. So this originally came from Politico um, and suggested that while a lawsuit isn't guaranteed, the four commissioners are yet to vote, but they are skeptical of the company's arguments. And a decision could be taken as early as next month. So mm. that's where yeah. we begin. Um, 
And we then go from there to an update where Activision Blizzard came back and Lulu Cheng Misservi came back to say they would fight to fight against it, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah. They said that any notion the deal would be anti-competitive is absurd and that the merger will benefit gamers and the US gaming industry, especially as we face stiffer competition from abroad which I think they're probably referring to Embracer eating everything and Tencent having a finger in every pie there is. Yeah. Um, let's, let's be honest there. So this is where we start, but there's been some interesting stuff around the outside of this, hasn't there? Because, and I've, I've got to lead off here with Ben actually put in this headline and it's wonderful. Of Microsoft <laughs> play the weak and wounded animal and say PlayStation make better games. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah not that there was any inherent bias in ben's thinking on this one no but, but there is no bias I, i'm not biased either uh, way this is yeah but this is literally actually how it comes across anyway so we'll jump to the quote in this one where they were talking about how sony were the dominant platform holder so in addition to being dominant console provider sony is also a powerful game publisher sony is roughly equivalent in size to activision and nearly double the size of microsoft's gaming pub game publishing business. There were over 280 exclusive first and third party titles on PlayStation in 2021, nearly five times as many as Xbox. I mean, that's not a good look, but the way they're saying it, they are trying to play a lamb. Um, and then started bringing in Microsoft as well. Uh, it's not, uh, not Microsoft, Nintendo, sorry. By saying that both Sony and Nintendo's exclusive first party games rank among the best selling in Europe and worldwide. And the exclusive content from Sony includes prominent first-party titles such as The Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, and Spider-Man. Hmm. And I do like the fact that they brought up as well that Sony entered into arrangements with third-party publishers which require their exclusion of Xbox from the set of platforms the publishers can distribute on. Mm. So very much playing the victim there. Mm -hmm. Um and I mean, they've, they've got a point, but the problem is it's not a point that's really in their favour either because they are basically just saying, like, we're crap. Like, we're yeah. rubbish. Um, which seems like a strange tack to be taking. But I did yeah. then like that Sony came back in all this and basically claimed that Microsoft are trying to turn them into Nintendo as well. Yeah, yeah, that, um, was, a, that was a nice twist on a classic. It was, wasn't it? Everyone's very injured. Everyone's hurt. You know, all of this sort of stuff. By saying that they... That, this acquisition was in order to basically take uh, Sony out of the shooter space, wasn't it? That was the end result of all this. Yeah, and I, I, the thing that gets me is that you mentioned at the start where Activision, they've said like, oh, no, this isn't anti-competition, and Microsoft are saying that, and Sony's saying, oh, it is anti-competition. Of course it's fucking anti-competition. Why else would you buy someone? <laughs> you're, you're literally trying to make yourself way more competitive and the other person less competitive. Of course it fucking is. Am I just am I just misunderstanding the language used here? Like, what this the is, fuck are we arguing about? Well, this is the thing. Is like, it's how anti-competitive is it? Not that it is in yes, some yeah, method. Yeah, exact, exactly. But why people use the term of phrase like, oh, it's anti-competitive. Of course it fucking is. What you're saying is, does this destroy the market? Does it yes. lean it so far away, one way exactly. than the other? But yeah. these, the term anti-competitive, of course it fucking is. Yeah. What are we talking having, about? Having exclusive games is anti-competitive. Like Absolutely. All of the, every your own IP. you make is anti-competitive. Like Absolutely. Every single deal that has been made, Sony keeping stuff off Game Pass, getting exclusive marketing, and, mm -hmm. and they've done all of this. Like Sony for the last 10 years, 
10 to 20 years or whatever have been incredibly successful with focusing on marketing. They they have paid marketing. They've had t- paid time exclusives. They've all, all of this stuff, like looks at Resident yeah. Evil and Final Fantasy and everything like that. Like they've done incredibly well at keeping their uh, at top tier games exclusive to their console mm-hmm. and, and more power to them for doing that. And now Microsoft mm-hmm. are trying to do it in their particular way, Sony are then crying about it, but obviously they're going to cry about it because if Sony didn't cry about it, then then they'll lose. Yeah, they're not doing their job. <laughs> and you know what they are? They're winners, and Microsoft are winners, and Nintendo are winners, and that's why those three companies are battling out because they are serial winners, and so they have to act in whatever way they need to to get the result they want. Yeah. And, you know, the, whether this goes through or not, it, you, you, there is a possibility it doesn't go through. There is a possibility that it has to be broken up in a different way or, you know, something else happens. Um, I, I'd feel... What what I'd feel most concerned about if this didn't go through would be the future of Activision, if this didn't go through, yeah. um, and whether Activision would actually, whether anything would happen to them. I mean, you know, you've got serious investors in Activision that would be looking. Well, a deal didn't go through. Um, where's our big payday? Um, what what's like? Yeah. Where's the value here? I'll, I'll I'll go somewhere else where they're there could be that imminent pay payday. Take their investment outputs somewhere else. I mean, it's just, I don't, I don't know. It, 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 that's why they're fighting tooth and nail for it because Activision know like there, there's a big payday for them and all involved. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, but this, yeah, that. This is why I always come back to that. Like these are just people doing their jobs. Like, and that goes to the FTC as well. Like they're the ones who are oh, going to make the decision. They're the only ones who are in theory, in a position to make such a decision. Everyone else is just posturing to get the best out of it they possibly can. Absolutely. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. And the, th- the thing is that um, supposedly we've heard that uh, Sony have been offered a 10-year um, increase to mm. Call of Duty being on their console, mm-hmm. um, which, has, which is now showing, a, and Sony have said, no, that's not enough. Now, that is a clear indication that it's not about having it on the console. It's just... Bit they don't dick. want it going on Game Pass. Yeah. They don't want to have it on Game Pass because, you know, how can you compete with that title just being on Game Pass? And probably, probably not for those people who just want that game. But I don't know. There's a there's a strength of IP elsewhere. They'll be fine. PlayStation will be absolutely fine, yeah. and Microsoft would be absolutely fine. But everyone just pretends that they won't be without this <laughs> franchise. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I will be very glad when it's over, so we can stop talking about it. That's the key. I know. I just don't like talking about people just doing their jobs. Yes, but that is all it is. <laughs> Quite literally all it is. Move no, us we, up. We are, honestly, we're the only people talking about it like this that I've heard. Like Everyone's like, oh, Sony are pathetic or Microsoft are this. And it's like, eh, but we would do, you would do the same thing if you were them, surely. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, their arguments don't stack up. No, of course they don't stack up because there isn't a valid argument. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and none of us throw enough are, shit at the wall, something will stick. Yeah, and none of us are, are trained enough in any way to judge this. Like. Absolutely, <laughs> they have they have teams of legal people, PR people, marketing people who are experts in their trade mm-hmm. going over this, and and we don't know anything about what's going on on yeah. the internals of this deal. And what I do love about it is well, things like the ten year extension for Sony that could so easily. Um, for Call of Duty on Sony, it could so easily become a crap game in four years. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Eddie, Eddie, point. Eddie said this like a month ago or something. Yeah. And he was like, "Well, in five years, is it even going to be relevant?" Yeah, like 
you just don't know with any of these things. So, ugh, ridiculous. Um, yeah. Anyway, move us on. Move us on. Who's up next? Me. Um, and it kind of links on from oh, this. No. Uh, <laughs> Sony has criticised uh, EA's Battlefield series and its arguments against Microsoft's buyout of Activision Blizzard. <laughs> a bit savage. Just, yeah. yeah, I know. This is a, a franchise. Cross, I, crossfire, right? <laughs> very good, Pete. That was very good because it's a shooting game. Very good. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, I saw this on Eurogamer. Uh, in documents released as part of the UK's Competition and Markets Authority review into the potential merger, Sony argues that Call of Duty is not replicable and that other games... <laughs> Sorry? Sorry. <laughs> games cannot compete with its success. It then calls out the Battlefield series as a major rival but says the franchise cannot keep up Call of Duty is too entrenched for any rival, no matter how well equipped to catch up, reads Sony's statement. It has been the top-selling game for almost every year in the last decade and in the first-person shooting genre. It is overwhelming the top-selling game. Other publishers do not have the resources or expertise to uh, match its success. To give a concrete example, Electronic Arts... You didn't need to give a concrete example, but fine. Electronic Arts, one of the largest third-party developers after Activision, has tried for many years... Has tried for many years, listen to this language... uh, To produce a rival to Call of Duty with its Battlefield series. Despite the similarities between Call of Duty and Battlefield, the Battlefield franchise cannot keep up. Um, I mean, those are some pretty damn, damning words. Poor fucking Battlefield. That's all I'm going to say. I feel like they yeah. didn't even they didn't even ask for this. They, they weren't oh, even involved this, this week. This week, like <laughs> at, uh, Battlefield and oh, Nintendo, dude. like oh, they're they're going to make us like Nintendo. Nintendo said, like, hang what? on a fucking minute. I've right, <laughs> yeah. got the best-selling right. console in the fucking world. <laughs> I know that. I know they said it. They said, they said like, um, Sony said, oh no, we uh, Nintendo have a different market and all this type of stuff, and that that yeah. reveals Xbox's or Microsoft's grand grand plan that they want to make us um, like Nintendo and, and not competitive in the market space. <laughs> Nintendo was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Look at our sales, eh? <laughs> Um, yeah, this upset me. I mean, not only because I love Battlefield series. And I think that's really unfair because I to Battlefield players, Battlefield is a completely different game. It's not like Call of Duty where you run and die and then run and die and then and that's your whole entire game. Like, Battlefield is like tactics. I know it's a first-person shooter, but... Um, and also, I don't... I think they're really shitting on Battlefield. Like, Battlefield, before this Battlefield, was a very good franchise, like a highly sought after franchise with great respect in fact when the new battlefield was planning to come out that's all anyone was talking about like even all the hardcore cod streamers were on the new battlefield saying about it's true that is true you know um so i thought that was quite unfair i mean they're not wrong like the latest battlefield was could not keep up as as they put it (laughs) oh yeah good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um yeah i was a bit of unnecessary drive by on <laughs> it, was good, it was a good seventy pounds spent by us. Yeah. Uh, well, I I think it's on EA um, EA Play now, Ben. Ah, uh, yeah. You can, can you not get it on Game Pass now? It's on the, it's on the game main Pass. Game Pass page, but I think it says EA Play. Yeah. I mean, I have EA Play, so I can... yeah. I think yeah. You have to do you have to have Game Pass Ultimate for that, and then you get it. I think it's part of it. Yeah, I think that's the way yeah. it works. Yeah, EA Play. Yeah. There it is. Installed. Yeah. Oh, it's fifty five pounds well spent, wasn't it? I think I spent seventy on it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, we amount. were we were 
<laughs> yeah, we were in, we were into the thought about it, and then realised actually it didn't it didn't <laughs> scratch that Warzone itch that <laughs> Call of Duty does. It didn't scratch that first person shooter itch. <laughs> no, it's 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 the squad. Uh, what it's the squad based. Um, like yeah. when you're a team of four or whatever. That's yeah. what that's what I like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Right. Um. And moving on to the last story, then as I scroll up, um, <laughs> Pokemon Scarlet and Violet came out last week. Did it came out? It came out a week last Friday. Yeah, um, and it sold ten million copies in its first three days. Ten million copies. <laughs> it became uh, the fastest selling first party game for Nintendo. Um, best uh, selling Nintendo Switch game. It's um, this is the yeah, comprehensive technical failure, right? Yes, it's done numbers, big. It's done numbers. Um, yeah, it was the biggest physical game release in the UK this year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. Yeah. God, yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. So yeah, it's in the UK. That, wow. It's contrasted with God of War Ragnarok, which sold 5.1 million copies in its first week. So within three days, this had double the sales <laughs> of what God of War did in a week. Um God of War also became the fastest-selling PlayStation game to date and knocked off The Last of Us 2 when that was released. Um, now, it obviously, it's not the fairest of comparisons because Pokemon has a lot more with it. It's got an anime, films, cards, merchandise, all of that kind of stuff. But it clearly does give an indication of still the massive pull that Pokemon has. And despite um, reviews and things about technical performance and all that kind of jazz, it... it it does numbers, um, and I suppose the 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 question off the back of this is: you know, we've heard all about this about poor performance. I've talked about it, and we'll be talking about it later. It's still the fastest selling game. What does that mean for this? Are they going to do any better going forward? Do they need to do any better? Like Ben, I, th- I think when you were saying about all the the problems, maybe last week I said it won't matter because they won't learn because people will buy it. And this is, they will never ever learn about their mistakes. Why would why would they? Why would they? When they sell this many, yeah. Why would they? Yeah, because you get you'll get Nintendo saying, "Oh, guys, 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 can you um, would you mind like making it? I don't know, like a bit better." And they'll go, "Hey, hang on a minute, that's the best selling game on your (laughs) console. (laughs) The best. It's earned you the most money. You also own part of this company. You own part of it." If anything, if they improved it, it would just be anti-competitive anyway. So, there you go. <laughs> absolutely, they'd make it too good. Yeah, that's it. Oh, imagine God. if they put voice acting in. Jeez. Oh, imagine that! Imagine Oof. that. I'm going to talk about that. It'd later. be blocked. Um, yeah, that's oh, it. Yeah, no. Yeah, Nintendo would have to block it off their own store. They'd, they'd be forced to. <laughs> It's too fucking good. Um, yeah, Sword, uh, Pokemon Sword and, and Shield and Arceus. They were also criticized when they came out for their performance but just not as much as as scarlet and violet but they got a lot of patches sword and shield got nine patches so there is hope that um there is hope that this game will get patched i mean the the thought process is well if it does these huge numbers are they gonna be that bothered about anything really they just let it go but i think they will because you know they were committed to sword and shield yeah. And they are committed to the mainline games. So hopefully it does get a few. Um, and the the technical mess stuff, and I know I mentioned Digital Foundry earlier, like spoilers for later when I talk about it, but, you know, it, it technically is 
bad and there isn't much of an excuse i think for that there are reasons but not an excuse but i i do think it is slightly overblown mm-hmm. i do think it is slightly exaggerated and i and for better or worse you do get used to it so um but more on that later <laughs> yeah oh god good times i look forward to hearing more about that but we should do the new releases first uh new releases let's start with dwarven skykeep coming out on pc december 1st a humorous pixel art star- uh, strategy game set in a medieval world of wizardry dive into a supernatural universe and start building towers using your magical deck of cards and drunken dwarves. Um, it's like a Terrera art style. Build, repair, and upgrade your rooms. You can craft tools. You can extinguish fires and fight enemies. Um, it looks really quite simple looks, but I I think I'm really going to enjoy this. I've already put it on my wish list. I thought you would. Yeah. <laughs> it's got drunken dwarves. It's got base building. And it looks like Terrera. So, yeah, I'm obviously all in. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, yeah, I thought this looked really good. I thought it looked, oh, yeah, good. yeah. I thought it might look right up your street, but yeah, it. I when I saw the sound of it and I saw the initial art of it, I thought, oh, and then actually, I thought, yeah, that that looks, yeah, that looks. That I looks don't, I don't mind bad visuals when it's a good game, you know. That's uh, that's kind yeah. of we've, we've that's your whole it. mo. Yeah, that is seen this. That is everything uh, to me. It does not mind at all if it brings the price down, particularly. If anything, uh, you pride yourself yeah. on, yeah, them not investing in graphics oh, just so yeah. that you can have a cheap game. There you go. Nice £15, yeah. pound maybe. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Oh, lovely. you, you wouldn't stretch. Mental. You wouldn't stretch to <laughs> no, £15. No, 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 Ben. But it'll be £15, pound, but then after a couple of months, that'll come down to like £8. Pound, and then, yeah. Ooh, then, 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 then you're getting close to the £5 mark where I was. <laughs> then, you're, then you're really cooking <laughs> for a pint. Yeah, it's cost of a pint. And wait long enough, you'll get it for 85p. So, oh. <laughs> 86p, come on. Oh, I, I, I won't boast that I got a game for 85p. <laughs> I will um, say... The only yeah. bit that threw me off with this one is what the hell is a wizard doing working with dwarves? I thought they didn't like magic. I thought that was the whole thing with dwarves. But, you get yeah. dwarven magic, don't you? Uh, don't know, no, they have like them. runes. In fact, dwarves are famous yeah. for not having. They kind of yeah, have exactly. runes, don't they? Yeah. I'm sure if I type that in on Google, I could find some. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure someone else has done this before. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, next one, Gundam Evolution uh, coming out on as a console release. So there you go. That's December first. Came out on PC in September uh, this year. It's a fast-paced uh, and immersive team-based first-person shooter game. So that's coming out on console. Um, next one, Romancing Saga Minstrel So Song Remastered. <laughs> you messed up, Sog. <laughs> so- that was amazing. Because I, I went saga so, minstrel song, song. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. That oh. is what is it? This is yeah. This is an original game came out in 1992. Um, it's an RPG kind of game. It, I mean, it says JRPG, but when you say JRPG, you do not think of these graphics. So I'm not going to say yes. that. It's a, it's, um, a, it's a Square Enix game. So yep. if if there's a big following, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> if you want to revisit a 1992, but to be fair, they, they've done a good job by the looks of it. it. It looks quite nice, doesn't it, guys? Let's be honest. Yep. Yeah. Looks, I mean, looks compared fine. to a 1992 release, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's still got a bit. It's still got a bit in 1992 about it. I'm not going to lie. Savage. <laughs> um, next one, big one: the Callisto Protocol coming out on PC, PlayStation's, Xboxes, and not Switch. 
Because which is shit. Uh, December second, no, survive to escape the horrors of Callisto and uncover games. the dark secrets of Jupiter's dead moon. I thought I heard Ben talking then, but luckily I just powered through. Um, yeah, so this is, if you don't know, this is Dead Space. Uh, that's, all, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to describe the game anymore. Um, it's Dead Space. I'm very excited. Um, to me, it looks amazing. All the different gameplay I've seen, which is a lot. Um, ben, are you get? Is this a day one purchase for you? It it is. It, it is, is on. It, it is on pre order. Yeah. Pre order. Fucking hell. Uh, interesting fact about this: the reviews for this game will come out on the day it comes out. Ooh, that's mm. why you never pre order a game. <laughs> Rule no, but one I'm always of buying buy games. Don't pre order. I'd, I'd always buy it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what the reviews, it could and get, I haven't it could pre-ordered it. Te- it anyway. Te- technically, my girlfriend has pre-ordered it, so it's not it's not on me. Right, it's not on me. Okay, so you can't blame yourself for that mistake. No, but it won't be a mistake though, because this will be a good game. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's almost as good as Scorn. Um... Yeah, <laughs> if only, <laughs> if, if only, only it could reach the dizzy heights of Scorn. <laughs> In the horror genre, the one that stands above all others, yeah, <laughs> is the mighty, mighty Scorn. Oh god, mm. yeah. If it doesn't beat Scorn on Metacritic, oh god, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I don't know if we can turn I up next week. See I don't that know. Being possible, to be honest. <laughs> Actually, but Scorn did surprisingly well. It had like a seventy-two. Oh, god. I mean, seventy-two isn't good, but yeah, yeah. seventy-two on Metacritic's fine. But for Scorn, it's fine. that is insanely good. For Scorn, I mean, it's very high. Like, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, no, hey, they released Scorn five score. times, and I wouldn't expect them. To we are add all criticizing one of Xbox's exclusives, <laughs> Game of the Year. Remember, guys, come on. <laughs> it's true it did creep in there it did oh. creep in there Jesus. oh lovely right yeah really excited for that very excited to hear what you say about it Ben um, I might even get the game myself can you believe it oh no don't tempt us like that Eddie oh. I would love Eddie to pre-order this I will <laughs> never ever pre-order a game ever I mean buying day one is against everything I believe in but I've done it a few times for this podcast and every time I've been massively let down we um we are one of the only people that will be including the potential of Callisto Protocol in our game of the year. Yeah, we are. Oh, most yeah. other places have uh, will have had their cut off and that won't be included, but not us. Not yeah. us. Not us. If it comes out before we do the podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which will be the end of the year, then so it it's does. in. Then it's yeah, in. That's it. <laughs> I, I've got to admit, I don't like the way others. The way like like a lot of them are excluding all games coming out in December. I mean, that's Pretty ridiculous. Much. Yeah, because then it's also a year later before those games get included in Game of the Year. Um, It means you're just never going to... Like Callisto Protocol, for example, it's never going to be in next year's Game of the Year. No, it's... Because recency bias is a thing. Um, Absolutely. Of course, if you do put it in, Ben, I am going to be annoyed at paying full price for anything, but well played. Yeah. Come on, we'll Steam see. Winter we'll see. Sale. Yeah, I, I'm look. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it coming out though. I think yeah. it's gonna be really. I think it's really good. Be it's brilliant. one. Yeah. yeah, it's one that I've been really looking forward to. Um, it's been on the list for a must buy for me for yeah, a hot and, minute. So, and again, I think they've done the whole build up really well. Like we've oh, seen fantastically good amounts of gameplay without any spoilers. Yeah, um, we had good tech demos, good everything. Like they've just done it really well. 
They really have. Mm. And and even when I said in the in the news earlier um, about the the DLC, a little it almost turned into a controversy where it's like, oh, this this these animations have they been cut? They just came out and nipped it in the bud straight away. No, 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 it's fine. Uh, this is just something we do extra because we think people will really like it. Great. Yeah. It's just they, they're just handling it really well. So I just fingers crossed that they get the release that their build up has deserved. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns coming out on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, uh, next gen only, apparently. Uh, December 2nd. Fight and strategize like a superhero in the darker corners of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Play as the Hunter, a legendary demon slayer who must lead a team of superheroes and supernatural warriors facing apocalyptic threats. There is no point to put that sentence in all capitals. Listen, yes. to the, listen to the sentence. Fight and strategize like a superhero in the darker corners of the Marvel Universe. It's a descriptive sentence. Like, why would you ever put that in capitals? It's not even got an exclamation mark at the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Very yeah. aggressive, and I like the way you read it. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and that's why that's why they put it in capitals because they know that Eddie's people like are going to read that, read it properly. Like They'll read it appropriately. Yeah, because yeah. they wouldn't want it like all calm and like. No, to be fair, no, no, people not. listening to podcasts, if they're listening to this and they're like, "Oh, I'll just pay attention to games that I actually like the sound of," and they're just working in the background, got their headphones in, and if they heard me shouting like that. Yeah, if they're you Holy screaming shit. like a banshee down they, the uh, down their they'll airways, yeah. and they'll listen to, yeah. oh, what's this game? I mean, Eddie's Absolutely. ripping the shit out of it, but I mean, you know, <laughs> he's shouting, so you must be. He, he is shouting. He's enthusiastic. <laughs> he's enthusiastic. Um, yeah. This is from the makers of XCOM, uh, so the combat is very similar to that. Um, you can choose your squad and choose their abilities. I, I, th- I think. I mean, I'm never against this kind of combat. Uh, I'm I'm against the uh, fucking Marvel and the whatever the other one is, um, so I can't stand these kind of games. But uh, I think there will definitely be a big audience out there for this game. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's you go, Pete. Sorry, I was just going to say it's definitely going to have its its fans, isn't it? There's definitely mm-hmm. going to be a fair p- few people. I'm not sure we're the right crowd for it. At least not me and Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they've got blade in it, Pete. It does have Blade, and he does look pretty badass. He does look pretty cool. (laughs) I think this game looks quite good. It's got a card-based system in it, I think, as well, which I'm a sucker for that. I'm a sucker for that in a game. Do you know what? Our listeners must think, oh, have I already listened to this episode? Let me check. Oh, no, I haven't. (laughs) It's Ben saying once again that he likes a fucking (laughs) card-based system. It's a Souls-like game. Oh, no. Do do you like a card-based Souls-like game? Could you imagine a card-based Souls-like game sim? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be pretty Game sweet. <laughs> pretty sweet. Um, don't say any more, Pete, because somebody will steal that. Um, you yeah, know, I think it looks um, quite. The, I really like it. I really like the look of it. I would be interested in getting it. I think they pulled the Switch version or pushed or or pushed the release date out because it was originally coming to Switch, and I I think they might have delayed that. And the fact that it isn't in. Um, where your list at the start and it's PC, PlayStation, Xbox, then makes me think they have. But I, I think it seems like a bit of a would would do well on the Switch. When I have seen the heroes that are involved, I was a bit disappointed from memory at looking at the heroes, the Marvel heroes that are in it. I didn't think the roster was particularly huge. Mm. I think that's the only thing that I think 
could be a little disappointing. I think it's almost like the heroes that aren't the normal heroes, it's like you said, Blade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but actually, made by XCOM, um, I, I think this game looks great. It's been delayed more times than... I didn't have anything more on that one. Just it's been delayed, delayed <laughs> a lot. A lot. Uh, <laughs> um, and, right. and it's finally out. So uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's had work. So I think I expect this to be uh, a good game. Actually, you know what really upset me? <laughs> I mean, on top of the fact that I don't like the look of this game, but uh, fifty quid price tag. Hmm, that does seem a little excessive. Well, um, I mean, if you really wanted to go excessive, the legendary edition is ninety quid. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Yeah. Oh goodness, that that <laughs> is that is something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh dear, what a mess. That's good. <laughs> All right, next one: Need for Speed Unbound, uh, PC and PlayStation, Xbox Next Gen, uh, December second. Race to the top. Definitely don't flop. Was that was that meant to? Yeah, that rhymed. That's mm. what a terrible start to a <laughs> race to the. Yeah, top. Who did they give this Definitely to? Don't flop. Who did they give this to to write? Wait, keep it going. Keep it going. Come on. I don't know what's wrong with the world. You know what I was watching before this podcast is I was watching a YouTube video and then one of these adverts came on for like Rise of Kingdoms and have you seen the adverts to them? <laughs> who? I think I nope. done. Who is I've got making? Oh, uh, premium. Who? Weird brag. Who is making <laughs> these adverts and these blurbs? Are they literally just not even bothering and just going, I'll just write something up in two minutes and then going like, yeah, that'll do? What's happened? Where's the marketing departments that used to do these blurbs and used to do the adverts? And, and, uh, oh. yeah, I would have thought somebody would be agonizing over every word here. You've got limited <sighs> words, limited characters, agonize over everyone, oh, but absolutely. race to the top I'd definitely spend- don't flop. I fucking, I mean, how long, like, when you like handed in a, an assignment, did you like look through the wording and you go, "Hang on, that didn't make sense." That didn't, and you look through every sentence, and then mm-hmm. sometimes like you cut the words back and you go, "That's an unnecessary word. Take that out." Pete, how, how many times when we we're in the sales industry did you look at the thing, your emails, and go, "Stupid, stupid," and you took out shit and you added yeah, shit? Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are people who have this on Steam and they're selling a product and they. So, <sighs> so Eddie, what we can conclude is race to the top definitely don't flop was was approved at the highest level <laughs> i reckon they farmed this out to a marketing agency and someone was just like oh who cares, <laughs> who cares? should we check it nah just fucking put it how out much there. can i put on my time sheet for this uh, probably only like half hour top so i'm just gonna phone it in and get a coffee <laughs> fine fucking hell i've got rise of kingdoms adverts to do jesus christ go and watch them listeners it's is it's horrendous. Um, outsmart the cops and enter weekly qualifiers for the Grand, the ultimate street race. Pack your garage with precision-tuned custom rides and light up the streets with your style or garage for us American listeners. Um, it's a roomy, roomy game. Uh, it's got a weird comic book style to the people, which I thought was a bit odd. Um, there's something about graffiti uh, and something about like police heat. <laughs> But I just really, like, I couldn't be fucked to, to research any further, I'm afraid, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty like, thorough with these games, but on a game like this, I was like, nah. I mean, they're, they're due a good Need for Speed game, though. They are. And it's been I, I, you know, when I was watching gameplay of it, I didn't think it, I mean, it's, it's not something that I'm particularly interested in, but if you like racing games, then this is definitely on your radar. Mm. 
I mean, uh, 60 quid, so it's oh, it's very far say, back on the radar. 60 quid! <laughs> Your radar better be a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is a pricey radar, but yeah. 60 pounds sterling. Out. Mm. Mm. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Right, next one Fortnite Chapter 4. Fucking hell, it ain't going better, is it? Um, <laughs> coming out on everything, uh, December 4th. Uh, Peter's put who cares instead of putting a blurb or anything. <laughs> so thanks very much for that, Pete. You're uh, welcome. Yeah, I mean, it's a new chapter. There you go. So it's probably got new yeah. people. Probably. probably got a battle pass and yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's if you like Fortnite and, and I don't like, yeah, but the thing is like if you like if you like Fortnite just like we like Warzone or whatever it's it's a big deal if you like Fortnite but yeah. otherwise yeah. it's not going to get you involved just because there's a new chapter yes yeah fair enough right next one Swordship um, PC PlayStation's Xboxes and Switch December fifth Swordship is a futuristic lightning fast dodge em up. Never knew that was a thing. Which flips the script. Oh, flips the script. You know what? I take everything back about these blurbs. This is fucking brilliant. <laughs> this uh, is where the A-team are. This is, this is where the <laughs> fuck need for speed. Let's go all on swordship. Uh, it flips the script on the traditional arcade shooter. Turn both the tide of battle. Turn. Oh my god, this is full of them. Uh, turn the tide of battle and enemies on themselves by dodging, weaving, and diving your way through an onslaught of enemies hell-bent on tearing your sh- swordship apart. Wow, what a blurb. Thank you, swordship. Um, this is like a, it's like kind of a top-view racing game. But it's not a racing game, sorry. where Because y- it's automatic driving. But you have enemy ships that come and try and like shoot you or put laser beams on you and stuff and it's up to you to like dodge and jump and flip and everything in fact your ship actually doesn't have any guns in the description it says it has no guns because they weigh you down and therefore you can't do the weird flips and shit um and the way you defeat the enemies and, and carry on is is by like flipping so they shoot each other and stuff like that um it's randomly generated levels as well um it's it's a really simple looking game but i tell you what it does look fun and i like the idea because i don't think i've seen a game like this before uh and to caveat all that as well uh there's a free demo on steam so beautiful i also like the fact that they've kind of gone mad max on the background story for it like (laughs) did you know like did you notice this it's post-apocalyptic there's like very few people who exist outside big underwater cities. Yes, and you've yeah. got to dodge between them. Like, yeah, you know they've put some effort in. Boys. They, they didn't need to include that, but they did. Yeah. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, the game looks bloody nice as well. Yeah, it is a cool art style as well. Yeah, it really is. cool art style. Um, nice little nice concept. There's a demo. I mean, what more do you need? Can't, these guys aren't missing, are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. Yeah, really happy Sword with that. Swordship, yes. Nice. Good, because we were going down a dark path at that time. So, uh, back on that path, Back for Blood, River of Blood, DLC, coming out December 6th on everything apart from Switch. Um, it's a DLC. Uh, there's a brand new campaign uh, which will have five maps. Uh, I am shocked they even brought out a DLC because this game was pretty poor. Um, next one Firefighting Simulator, The Squad. Uh, is coming out on console on December 6th on PlayStations and Xboxes. Um, for those of you who don't know, it came out in November 2020 on PC. Um, it's very positive on Steam. Uh, it's it is, basically yeah. a third-person uh, firefighting sim, and it, it looks okay. 
Yeah, I think it looks quite good. Yeah. Um, and and the nice cool aspect is that you can play with friends. Yes. Like it's called the squad, but yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the, I actually thought graphically, I thought the fire looked quite impressive. Yeah, I think it all looks okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, up to three friends you can play with. Good sim there. There you go. Probably. Lovely. Um, next one, Hello Neighbor 2, coming out on PC, PlayStations, and Xboxes. Uh, December 6th, Hello Neighbor is a stealth horror game about sneaking into your neighbor's house and figuring out what he's hiding in the basement. Play against an advanced AI that learns from your actions. Uh, the first one was very popular, this, wasn't it? I never actually played it because I couldn't stand the graphics, and I thought if I'm going to play like a tense horror game, well, more of a tense game. Um, then I wanted to play a proper one. But uh, do you guys, are you either of you interested in this? I I didn't play the first one because I, when it originally came out, I thought it didn't review that well. I thought it was very mixed in its reviews. And so mm-hmm. I never, never really paid at the time of day. But it actually gained a bit of a cult following, I thought. And then got yes, it did. more releases very on different so. platforms. And, and now it's like a really well-known game. And this is well looked forward. People have looked forward to this one um yeah i mean it's set to be set to be a good game isn't it like yeah it is supposedly yeah. i i still can't get over the graphics you know i quite like the style it, it's very, they've gone for a style though it's not it's very it's not much bad its graphics. style it's, i just it's like stylistic it. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's why i never played it in the first place yeah i wouldn't be able to get around it too much it's more the aesthetics rather than graphics because the graphics yeah. are clean yeah. and nice yes yeah. sorry it's, 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 yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, fine. Uh, next one, Impaler, coming out on PC, December 6th. Um, this is like an arena shooter with roguelike elements. Uh, the visuals and everything about it looks like the original Doom. And I mean I mean original <laughs> Doom. Yeah, not even reading the blurb they've, for that one. They've borrowed a lot from original Doom. But yeah. There are a lot of these Doom-esque games It's such a popular thing, isn't it, that... More and more people mm. just want to imitate. So fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I guess. All right. Uh, next one. This is a beaut. Knights of Honor Two Sovereign coming out on PC December sixth. Choose your kingdom and become the king as you wrestle over control of Europe in this fresh take on medieval real-time grand strategy. Manage provinces. Gather armies. Initiate diplomacy and dabble in espionage. The path is open. Become the true sovereign of your people and bring them to glory. Um, <laughs> Pete, you yes. copied the blurb, but you I didn't think, press yeah. show more because it just stopped at and bring them to... And then it went dot, dot, dot. And I went, there's no way the blurb finishes like that. So I looked up and no, it just says, bring them to glory. You obviously just didn't click on the dot, dot, dot. That is exactly what happened. But why didn't they make it so that it fit all in the thing? It's only got one word. It's one word, yeah. So so these guys guys looked at this and they went, right, every single word here matters. We can't possibly make it one word shorter to make sure glory fits in. The most important word in the whole of the blurb. They probably did better, but then when they transferred it over to Steam, it was probably like different font or something. So it was just like... like They probably did get the right characters, yeah. yeah. Or, or, here we are, here we are, here's marketing genius. They did it on purpose so that you got all the way to the end of the blurb and you went to click on it. So therefore you're actively clicking, you're clicking on the store page. Yeah, go. and and people like us give it more airtime because oh, we yeah, are right now. This happens. We're just That's talking. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> we're, we're, we're part of the problem. We're part of the problem, <laughs> we are, or maybe we're part we of the solution. The I don't know. 
Um, yeah, so Knights of Honor 2 Sovereign. Uh, this has been on my wish list for over a year. Um, I love the mechanics of this game. It has like its grand strategy and it has RTS battles in it with the armies that you create. Um, so it's kind of my perfect game. Um, <laughs> I was going to buy the first one um, about a year and a half ago when I saw um, old strategy games that you probably haven't heard of list on YouTube or something. And I thought, holy shit, this looks good. But um, it came out in 2004 and the graphics are unforgivable. So, like, I, I I can put up with bad graphics, but if go type Knights of Honor 1 in and you will see what I mean. It, it's one of those that's so bad that you kind of can't play it. Um, so I am very, very excited about this game. Um, I will buy this on the very first sale I see. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? That's... Pete, I'm looking at you. I bet you uh, have looked twice at this one. Oh, I definitely have. This sort of, yeah. it seems to hit a niche halfway between, like... Um, Age of Empires and yes. CK2 yes. is how I yes, put yes, it. Yes, 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 absolutely. Um, which is a really nice place to be. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's on my wish list as well. It's been oh, there um, probably yeah. about three months, so not quite as long as you. Um, <laughs> but it's been on there for a while, and I am yeah. very tempted to play this. I do this like is... the UI. It kind of, it's a bit old school, the UI, but it kind of yeah. fits for a medieval strategy, if you know what I mean. It, I'm That's trying to think. Fast. There is one of the old games. It might be like Medieval One or Two of of mm. um, of Total War that the UI reminds me of. But it's still it's I, a fair I think, bit Medieval Two. To be fair, it's yeah, a fair bit Medieval. Um, and I'm getting a lot of CK Two vibes yeah. from it. Um, but I mean, apparently the best bit about these games are the mechanics, and that's why I'm excited because the look of it looks like a lot of grand strategy games that I love. So. Mm. If the mechanics are as good as as I've been told, I I think this could be a bloody fantastic. This is going to be expensive though because it's THQ Nordic. THQ it's, Nordic. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a like it's not. It's made by. I don't. Know, I presume that's the publisher, but it, it's a big game, isn't yeah, it? It's, yeah. um, so it, it's not going to be cheap. It's not going to. Well, well, the moment there's a chunky little sale, they'll be all over it. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't think it'll be too bad because. Um, Desperados and Expeditions Rome only started at 30, didn't they? Okay. True. So I that think is, okay. this, if I'm being honest, will... It's a shame because I think I might like this so much that it could be in my Game of the Year discussion. However, Oof. there's no way I'm going to pay £30 for it. So, um, yeah. Uh, you never know. If it comes down in price before Christmas... Oh, they do have a winter sale, don't they, Steam? Yeah, but they surely do. not on brand the new autumn, games. The right? autumn sale Ooh, is going on now, but it <clears> might just clip the Christmas sale. Yeah, um, well, there you go. If it comes on that sale, I will play a hundred hours of it, and then uh, might be a hundred hours in a week. Yeah, and uh, and then Absolutely. be in the game of the year show <laughs> in in five, four and a half days. Yeah, and then it will be in the game of the year. Hey, I'm at my parents all Christmas to play yours. Yeah, I'm at my parents all Christmas, mate. So I'll I'll be on oh, it. Don't yeah. you worry. You can get some. You can get some game time in, baby. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. Uh, next one. Cuckoo uh, cuckoos cuckoos. K U K O O S. Cuckoos? Yeah, I think it's cuckoos. Yeah. Cuckoos. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cuckoos. Lost pets. Yeah. <laughs> Coming out on PlayStation 4 and Switch. That's very specific. Yeah. December 6th. <laughs> yeah, Pete, you're, you're doubting that now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I found it really weird. <laughs> All right. That that's what was given. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you weird. didn't check it. Pete just went, hmm. That's oh, that weird. weird. I'll stick with that. I'll no, stick no, with I, that. I, I did check it. I couldn't find it's anything telling right. me it was differently. So. <laughs> it's probably right. Um, welcome to the world of the kudos. 
So I'm saying kudos now, fuck's sake. On a planet covered in water, the cuckoos live on the island that is home to the cuckoo tree. Fucking hell, I have to say that enough. Um, this game looks as stupid as it sounds. Um, it's just a cartoon platformy game. I shouldn't criticise it too much because I know this is everyone's fucking lovely type game. I think it's way too childish for me. Uh, but what do you guys think? I think it actually looks like a half-decent platform. Oh, fuck's sake. It's like Fall Guys, but single player. That's what it looks like to me. It looks, it looks, I thought graphically it looked fine, which I'm surprised that it's just on PS4. Um, I thought graphically it looked all right, and, and I Switch, thought but, as a platformer. But the thing is, yeah, and the <laughs> Switch, yeah, which is surprising because I thought it looked, well, looked, it, looked too good for that. It's been um, out on PC quite a while. How, just, how's it rated on on uh, Steam. Uh, weirdly, I can't see it. It's early access, that's why. Yeah. Ah, right, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, I think... The uh, thing is, I think platformers, proper platformers like this are... They're not really a type of game that a lot of money is thrown at these days, I don't think. Um, it's very much, very popular, like in the 90s, when the PlayStation was on the rise, that I thought the platform was really big yeah, back then. Yeah, that was the biggest one, yeah. You know, you had games like Pandemonium and things like that mm. coming out on the PlayStation, and you know, they all did well, even though they were pretty shit games, because <laughs> platformers did well. Um, and then you had your big, your heavy hitters. So, but nowadays you don't really get that. So I, I, I don't know. You never know what to expect. But it's a, it's a, it's a dying art. The old platformer. Hmm. Yeah, looks alright. Okay, disagree. Um, yeah, that's it for new releases. Pretty big week, which is great because I thought it was going to be a few slow weeks after the the big. Release week yeah. of Sonic and all that shit. Um, my pick of the week, uh, quite controversial, because obviously we've got Callisto Protocol in there, um, and I do quite like the look of the Dwarven Skykeep, but it's got to be, because it's one of my uh, wishes for every year, Knights of One or Two, Sovereign, my pick of the week. Yeah, Lovely. fair. fair. Mm. I, I thought Swordship might just nip in there as well, but yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely Knights of One or Two, at least for it's actually a decent. It's actually a decent week, wasn't it? Yes. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two yeah. nice indie games and a couple of big ones, yeah. Like that. Mm. Good stuff. Well, we're on to what we've been playing, aren't we? And I feel okay. we should probably, then start with you because I want to hear more about yes, Pokemon. Yes, let's, let's give some <laughs> updates because, yeah, I played nothing new just playing the games I have been playing. So uh, we talked about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet earlier, but... Um, so there are three main storylines, like I mentioned last week, which kind of opens it up. It's the open in the open world. You can go anywhere you want, doing them in any order. There are gyms, there are these Titan Pokemon, and there's the Team Rocket equivalent, who I think are called Team Star. So I've done all eight gyms. I've done all five Titans. I've done all five um, Team Star bases as well. Oh, wow. So yeah. I've done a lot of the main story. Um I'm literally just at the start of the the kind of pre-end game content. So like, you know, with the gyms, you get like the Elite Four or the Pokemon yeah. League. And then the Titans, there's some more like, I assume there's some hunting for some different ones that you have to do. I'm, I'm at the state, I've got all of the, the main storylines up to the end. You don't have to, you can continue on with one of them and do the final bit or whatever. But I've kind of got them all to a point and then I'm going to do all of the kind of pre-end game. And then after that, there is the actual kind of end game content. So... um and the post game, obviously. <laughs> yes, that's that's what yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. The the post game and stuff. So um, I'm really keen to get the game 
kind of the main content done because I think on the 1st of December there are special raid battles where you can get Charizard um, and only available for a few days and then again in mid-December for a few (laughs) days so you kind of have to have done the game Um, so I'm I'm in I'm in for that Um, but the thing about Pokemon is when you get to that kind of post-game and you've done the main story you're kind of you're then in you're like create your own game create your own story territory when you're either going after the pokedex you're 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 trading stuff you're you're getting legendaries or you're creating your kind of competitive team or you're um like you're breeding pokemon or something like that so there's loads to do in the game afterwards so i I think in sword and shield i played for another i think i must have played i've played 100 hours in the game and so i must have played another 50 odd just doing shit afterwards you know i tried to build like that competitive team and play online and that kind of stuff so it's just just different types of fun you create your own fun point after after that point um so i've done quite a lot of the game so i i think my comments are are going to be fairly where i'm at on this um the the only uh graphical things that i've noticed is obviously the bad frame rate um, and the bad textures which you talked about last week but i haven't seen any of these real glitches that have been all over the internet and that kind of stuff i i haven't personally got any of them um i close my game down regularly to kind of avoid that memory leak that i mentioned last week so just close it down keep it and start back up Uh, so i do that every every time i kind of turn off the switch every few hours or so i'll do that um and and it is like i said earlier for better or for worse you get used to the performance and the look you really do and at times the aesthetic of this game actually looks pretty good um and it looks yeah it's the the bland there are bland texture the textures are the one thing that i just wish ah it would really make a lot of difference to the game um but in the performance because it's i've never got it to a really stuttery stage and i think it is because of this memory leak thing and closing it down after every couple of hours or so so my frame rate is fairly stable i would say at below 30 (laughs) Um, but but it's uh it's not you know it is what it is um i've always had issues with the kind of pacing in the game and voice acting would help like we've discussed uh and it's the same it's the same nonsense of clicking through things and the endless dialogue where you can't speed it up in any way like you could put it on fast text in the settings but that doesn't fucking help (laughs) It's just—it's like Jesus Christ. Just let me fucking click, 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 click. Um, but anyway, um, it did, what, one thing they did kind of address, I think, to a degree was, um, especially at the start, it did seem like a lot harder, a harder Pokemon. You know, what I've said previously about Pokemon. Yes. It's very easy. Arceus was a bit harder, which was which is great. This, I think, I must have gone in like an, a non-normal direction. Or something like that with my kind of gyms that I was going after because it came to when I got to like the third gym or something I was I was having to do a bit of grinding and, and leveling and you know I got beaten a few times and stuff like that I was like okay this is good this is good and I I was going from a gym and doing some of the titans and I got smashed by a titan and you're like okay this is good right now I'm, I'm actually in this game to actually but then I kind of overcame that and I grinded and stuff and that kind of made me OP for other areas so they haven't quite figured that out because you'll go from something hard and what you think is the correct kind of oh I like this to one shotting things um, <laughs> yeah, so they haven't quite because they've allowed the freedom for you to go in any direction and do anything to a certain degree yeah. it uh, it really does, does kind of because you could in theory just like walk 
like the length of the map uh, <laughs> later you get abilities to make it so you can travel really fast but uh yeah you can just you can just go anywhere so um yeah that, that that's that but if you i think with with that um being slightly better in this in this game because it's it's a bit all over the place but some bits are quite hard uh it does kind of fall on the the graphics and the performance for being the main thing that I think people can have a massive gripe with. Um, but if it's not your top priority, which it probably isn't if you play Pokemon, mm. like, let's be honest, if yeah. you play Pokemon <laughs> yeah. on the Switch, graphics and, and the performance probably isn't your top, top priority. I think you'll still love this game regardless. I, I don't think, and I know a lot of people, I've, I've seen a few people say like, oh, I'm waiting for patches, disappointed, disappointed. I genuinely think that like it's not overblown like i said earlier i suppose it it is definitely present and there isn't an excuse for it being how it is however do get used to it it's not quite as bad as everyone's saying Mm. (laughs) um but there are the game now so many mechanics so many things to do there's so many things mechanics that i haven't even looked at in the game because you can complete the game without going into min maxing and fucking all the different things that you can do you you could just do it um and afterwards that's when i would look into that because then you actually are going right i need to build the perfect team and stuff like that i need to but then you have to take a pokemon for basically level one through to level 100 to to make sure that it's built perfectly uh, with all their EVs and IVs and the background stats and everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, yet beyond everything that's going on that I see now with the raid battles and everything, and then they'll get harder as you complete the game, then you get access, I think, to black raid battles or something. And then there's competitive play on top of that. Like there's, This game has loads of stuff. Like it's and it's got mystery trades which they've had in the last couple of Pokemon's as well, where you could just trade a random Pokemon with somebody random, and they can they'll just give you a one that they've chosen. And I've got some awesome Pokemon that way, <laughs> yeah, like some fucking awesome Pokemon. And you're like, wow, okay, it would have taken me ages to find this. I don't know whether somebody's just given me like some fucking epic thing that's late game. And you're like, wow, that's cool. Um, of course, you can't use it until it can listen to you, but still you've got it that's that's great it's just little things like that just keep you interested and and it's just something a little bit different about pokemon that other games don't do um and there is this is something quite controversial which i have been thinking about um but i i think that this pokemon game is is four or five steps away from perfection in this type of gaming space I okay. Now you couldn't. No, you'd it's never agree with me. Technical failure. Yeah, the no, yes, refund. You would, you would. You would never agree with me by looking at it. But <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. So if you, if the performance was obviously changed, the performance it ran, it ran smoothly. And if they added voice acting, if they had better world textures, I know I'm just improving the game here. But if they yeah, just had it's like better, a lot of improvements. Here, yeah, I know. But if they had better world textures, if they built the towns out a bit more, built the buildings so that you could actually go inside more buildings and actually like experience them a bit more. Uh, if they, this probably was their attempt at sorting difficulty. But I'm sure there's something they can tweak. This is a good attempt, but they can tweak that a little bit. And the big one for me would be in the open world for there to be more secrets or like treasure like a bit like skyrim or breath of the wild you know that skyrim feeling yes of where we've yes. said it loads of times where of an evening you'll just make your own quest yeah you'll just go right i'm going after that thing that i've read on the internet 
Mm -hmm. I'm going after that thing. If they had a bit more of that, if they if they actually had that in the world, what they have right now is oh, I'm going after that Pokemon. I'm going to get that one thing. You create your own story that way, but just a little bit more in terms of stuff like that type of things. I think mm -hmm. genuinely, if they had another year to plow into making it, add those things in, you'd be looking at something fucking amazing. You'd be looking at something which would be for me personally something like a top three game of all time like it's it's got all the building blocks it really has it's just it's been overshadowed by all this other stuff and it actually gets me excited for where pokemon is going to go if i'm still interested in three years in six years or one or two games time yeah. like this could really be something special yeah but ben it, it won't be they'll rush it out and it'll just be <laughs> well yes they will rush it out and 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 it, yeah but but what they do what they have done what they have proven in the last couple of times is they do like to make these advancements like they had the wild area in sword and shield then they made it sandbox open world in arceus with the different throwing mechanics and stuff and and everything being in the open world like they are making these kind of evolutionary yeah. jumps in pokemon but it's just that their technical ability seems to be holding it back but the actual ideas behind it all, I think they really are nailing it from an ideas perspective. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Really good game. Excellent. The comprehensive technical failure is a very good game. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> does make sense. We've seen it many times before, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cyberpunk. So um, every single Bethesda release for the first week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for Starfield. I honestly think that Starfield, this might be the first Bethesda game that isn't like that. Because yeah. Microsoft going, I'm sorry, you just can't do that. We need we need it to be off the bat something <laughs> awesome. I don't know. I think, I, yes, I agree with you, but I really want to fall through the floor of a game where you're in space. <laughs> <laughs> just fall out your ship and yeah, just see what happens. Just see it flying away and be like, ah, yes. Okay. Honestly, I don't, I'm like you, Pete. I don't, I don't actually mind. Like, I would actually, I don't mind the Honestly, I haven't seen any of these glitches, and I, I just, you know, I like the game. I'm sent, yeah, yeah. Fair. I'm sentimental about how glitchy some games are, anyway, so it's all good. Yeah, you like it. <laughs> yeah, it amuses me. Yeah, for Witcher's <laughs> not on top of a house when you come out of a. Like, <laughs> you're not really playing the Witcher. Yeah. Exactly. Desperately trying to make a quick escape. Ah, right, he's floating. Yes. Ah, there he is. Yes. <laughs> you're not oh, going to get that in the next gen update. That's going to be furious. I know. Oh, they're going to make games too good. Anyway, yes. Great. Well, I mean, it's good to hear that because it, the news was not too positive about it, but the sales were. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's a good place. How about God of War? How are we looking at um, Ragnarok? Yeah. So I've played uh, a few more, a fair few more hours. I've played 15 hours now. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm finding it quite tough. Oh. Um, not Dif difficulty or desire? No, desire. Ah, it's okay. not. It's not the difficulty is set by the difficulty you set it on, unlike Pokemon. Um, <laughs> Sorry, you can't really blame that. <laughs> but um, I find the gameplay loop like all too similar, and I find the storytelling, uh, the delivery is fantastic. Don't get me wrong; it really, really is. But I find it really hard to care. My my investment in it is is unfortunately it's not it's not quite there. Um, for me, it's not as interesting as 2018 was okay. when that started because that was new and it was like and I was kind of interested from the off on that one like oh okay this is this is interesting but now I don't know just for me it's not grabbed me. Um, without giving anything away, like I do find the main characters and how they communicate with each other, how they interact, um, 
I just think it, it's almost like unrealistic. It's not, that's the wrong word because it's not realistic, but it's, you know, I just don't, I don't buy it half yeah. the time. Um, I find them a bit annoying. Mm. Um, and I hate the boring ass puzzles in the game. It's just, I, I just, I'm struggling because the, the story is the thing and their delivery of that and the cutscenes and everything. That's the stuff that I am, I look forward to all times, but it's, that's not quite grabbing me. Um, I do think that action games, they do have a difficult job at like connecting with an audience. Uh, I'm not saying that this has a difficult job. I'm just saying in general, um, because action games are like impersonal in a way. Like you're playing a character and they've mm. got set move set and everything. They're fairly fairly set, set kind of progression trees. They've got similar combat and all that kind of stuff. Mm. That's like in general, um, and I do think they've done a great job at connecting with the majority of people through the storytelling and having good combat. But eventually, like all combat that goes under that system get old, gets old for me like mm. uh, I do wonder what it would be like if I played this game without playing Elden Ring and I know we, <laughs> I, I know it's boring to bring it back to that again um, but the difference with that game is that everything that you do to your character all the stat increases all the changes and that you that you implement with your character has a significant difference on your gameplay yeah um, and and that isn't the same here it doesn't feel like that to me it all feels the same as it did in hour one to me. And I know you get different abilities. You do this, that, and that. I know I can hear what people would say to that. But to me, it's the same type of stuff. Um, couple that with me not personally being too invested in the story. And you can kind of feel where I'm at with it. Yeah. Um, well, I played 2018 and I thought, when I first played it, I thought, well, this is amazing. This is basically like what gaming is about. I was like, because I was really into my first person game, uh, my my single player games and I was like this is fucking amazing mm -hmm. um, but it, it just kind of shows and I said it last week like the shift of where people sometimes you're into that type of game sometimes you're into another type of game and, and yeah. I think I've shifted a little bit and I can hear that it, it sounds ridiculous me saying that I that I'm really enjoying Pokemon but I'm not really enjoying God of War and I know that's that, but it's a gameplay loop that I can get behind and this gameplay loop I can't, I don't like so much. Um, yeah, that, I mean, um, that's the thing that's going to hold you. Do you think game. that maybe uh, I'm linking this to myself? So when I have, for example, summer sale and winter sale every year at Steam, I buy like four games probably, and I three of those games I will not be excited for. And mm -hmm. when I mean not excited for, I could have bought two of those games could be something I've looked forward to playing all year but hasn't come down in price. But the one that I'm most excited about is the only one that will dominate my brain. Um, yep. To the point where even the other one that I've been really excited to play as well, I will play it and I'll go, I don't really care. I yes. want to play the other one. Do you think that there could be something there that with Pokemon, and and, and you've been loving Warzone DMZ? Yeah, I, there is that. I mean, we've had a lot of games come out and yeah. DMZ, like I would play that probably all the time if you were available yeah. to play all the time like, i'd be playing that all the time yeah um th that is fantastic um i've i've dedicated a lot of time to warzone leveling up guns all that kind of stuff getting prepped for that pokemon coming out i love pokemon hey i don't know it, it's almost possibly the wrong time for this game um i've also even caught myself thinking that the game would be awesome if it was open world with secrets and dungeons hiding the bosses. And then I was like, no, I'm just think I'm just describing Elden Ring. 
Like, <laughs> so that's that's not a hill to die on. These are different games. These are yes. different games, yeah. and I shouldn't be. But I, I did that. I was like, wow, wouldn't this be amazing if it was like this? And it wasn't like I go to an area, then I'm on this set path, and I can just dip there, dip there, but I'm on this set path. No, no, no. That is the game. Ben, that you are describing my love, and I hate to bring it up again, but RimWorld. Like, every game I play, every kind of management game I play, I compare to RimWorld. And and by the way, Ben, that'll never go. That has stayed with me for 10 years. Yes, That's a good shoehorn as well. I like yeah, that. I respect you. it. Yeah, you, thought, <laughs> you thought maybe I could bring it up again. Thought, I thought, we were, thought we were done, but no. You yeah, I was going to just mention it in what we've been playing, but I thought, you know. Yeah, All right, there you go. There I'll you bring go. It up yeah. <laughs> just think. Yeah, I... I um. I'll carry. I will finish this. I will. Uh, I'll carry on. I will finish it absolutely because I think I we got our game of the year sh- show coming up and we tried to keep it semi serious and I think owe it to the fact that this that people love this game and that it's going to be everywhere and I've I've got the game so I should finish it so I will yeah. um, and I'll either update before that or update on our game of the year show. Um, I'm really hoping that it still it still grabs me. I'm sure there'll be people out there saying that I'm still quite early on. Mm. Um, and to that, I'd say, God, I, re- I really would have hoped that it would grab me by this point. But, um, uh, <laughs> and if it does grab me, I'll be thankful that we do a podcast because if we didn't do this podcast, then unfortunately, I'd be bouncing off of this right now. <laughs> yeah, fair so, enough. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's not what it's. That's not the popular opinion. It's not what other people are saying. So, God knows. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So, God of War, no. take take it take it with a fucking pinch of salt, like you usually would. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like just, just how it is at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, like like everything else, just take it with a pinch of salt, move on, <laughs> and make your own opinion and say that I'm completely fucking wrong. So yeah, move on. Yeah. If you want to, just email in. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'll go next because Pete you got the one that I'm really excited for and I'll just talk about this only for a minute or two because we've already talked about it I've been playing as Dusk Falls Um, I mean I didn't put that in the doc earlier I put the other one what did I put something about Dusk and then I looked it up and I went that's definitely not the game that I was talking about (laughs) I think it's got something to do it came out last year come on Ben help me out you played it I think you played it on stream Dusk Till Dawn it's not Dusk Till Dawn no (laughs) no Until Dawn Until Dawn that's it that's it. Right. Until dawn. That didn't come out last year. It came out <laughs> a long time ago. But, oh, it? but, oh, right, but and it, well, it was like a spiritual sequel kind of like. Right. Yeah. Don't yeah. Worry. Fine. Fine. Um, yeah, Fine. I played it as Dust Falls. Um, it came out July this year. Um, Kirk's already played it, and he's already talked about it on this podcast. Um, he he really liked it. Um, I. Where do I start? Um, I don't usually play these games. There you go. There's the caveat. There you go. Right. So, so uh, okay. So we please, know where this is heading. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, it's it's got a good story. Um, me and my girlfriend played it together, uh, and we were doing the old choices together and and working out. We tried to play uh, multiplayer because uh, mm. it does have that option. Uh, Kirk told me about it, but it didn't work. So. Wasn't Good. over the moon about that. Uh, in fact, when when me and my partner tried to play it, it crashed. Uh, and then I tried to I load up my Xbox again, tried to play it again, crashed. Uh, looked up line. Oh yeah, all you need to do is uninstall and install it again. Y- yeah, I'm not going to fucking do that. Luckily, they had cloud gaming, so I was like, oh, okay, brilliant. But then when we when we tried to do co-op again, didn't work. Mm. Right, yeah. brilliant, great start. So we we just played as a single player, but both of us playing. The story is good. Um, 
But you kind of have to have a good story for these kind of games because it is a story game, right? Yeah, that, that's 90% of it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the voice acting is good. I think sometimes <laughs> it was over the top and I think that's the one thing in voice acting that you shouldn't do because that's where the immersion juice seeps out. Um, I know in like Baldur's Gate, like all of a sudden you'll have one character and he's way over the top and you go, oh, come on. That was a bit much. Um, but that's fine. I think um, I think these games shouldn't exist. Um, I think it's... <laughs> fuck. That was that was a strong a sentence masquerading <laughs> as a as just a, a whimsical comment. It's a bit of a job. But yeah, I I do not see uh the point in these games. You do one thing every three minutes, and that's when you got the control down by your side because you're not really caring it, so therefore it surprises you. I don't see the enjoyment of it. That at no point was I going, this is really enjoyable, uh, this is really good. They, they've got this like frame-by-frame frame filming, which I, I know that's their way of like, oh, this is Are really you playing cool. Pokemon? Very good, nice. No, it, it's even worse than that. This is about one frame <laughs> a second, Ben. So, Ooh, um, I don't know. So I don't it's really close. know why they did that. Um, I guess it's their kind of way. They do have little cutscenes where it is actually properly animated, so I don't know why they just didn't do that in the first place. Um, but I guess that's their style and that's what they're going for. To me, as a hardcore gamer, it felt like it was glitching. You know, when you glitch and you just see like people skip across the screen, that's what it felt like to me. Um, so obviously I didn't get into it that way. Yeah, uh, overall, I I think if you like these kind of games, I think it might be good. Um, but for me, it is, yeah... It's the w- biggest waste of two. I think two hours I played it with the missus. Yeah. Two, three hours. Probably the biggest waste. And the worst thing is my missus wasn't even happy that we spent the time together. She was like... <laughs> oh, she was, didn't count it. No, she was like, oh, that was a bit shit. Yeah, I- I'm sorry. Oh, she didn't count it as quality time. Yeah, oh, and I no. quickly, I actually quickly loaded um, Tiny Kid on and she did kind of enjoy playing that. So I was like, all right, at least... Oh, at least we got something out of the evening, I guess. <laughs> right, um, that's good. Okay. Yeah, I think Kurt was talking about maybe including this as the game of the year. So the, that could be... <laughs> yeah, but Kirk's played three games, isn't he? So well, that's why it's because we have to pick three. So that's why it's it's game of the year. Tunic's the other one, and I didn't speak to Heidi of that two weeks ago. So I think oh, I know which way the voting's going. Good. Yeah, but I've also been playing Rimworld. Just let you know. Of course, yeah. Of course, we've we've both been playing remote. I'll tell you that oh, story. third time. Okay, that's that's three shoehorns. I like that. Three. It's not really a shoehorn. It's what we've been playing. I mean, Ooh. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Hey, it's hey. There is a recent release for Rimworld, Ben. Neither of us are playing it. Yes, it you're not playing it. Right? <laughs> even even the other expansions, you like disable whatever day. Only yeah. one of them. I keep. Oh, I do. No. I don't like ideology. Um, but you know what's funny, Pete is I. Obviously saw your game on uh, Game Pass, and I am very excited to play it. But I'm forcing mm. myself not to play it because I'm really, really enjoying DMZ Warzone at the moment. Mm. So I am purposely not playing it because I want to give it the time and credit it deserves. But I'm also very excited to hear what you think about it. Yeah, so am I. I, w- I want to hear about this. Good, no pressure, sweet. Okay, yeah. Now- <laughs> so yes, Dune Spice Wars, which I've been playing for, to be honest, most of the last week. Um nice. So this is a mid-complexity RTS 4X based on the Dune franchise, for anyone who is unaware. Um, it's a bit of a strange mix, like, for me. 
Hmm. It's incredibly well polished for something that is in preview. Um, well designed, great to look at, and its gameplay loop is a classic 4X. You know, it works well yeah. like that. Think Civ or Humankind set on Arrakis. That's where you've got it. Yeah. Um, the map design is also fantastic. They've kind of gone with this way of dividing it by using deep desert, which like absolutely shreds your units. You can't really get through it. So it divides up the map and it creates really interesting choke points and like difficult areas to traverse, um, which works really well without feeling like an ocean or something like that. It does it differently and it works well. Um, and you're juggling, I mean, I say mid-complexity because I think I mentioned a couple months ago, I view these games as how many resources you're managing. Yes. And this one's like eight to ten. So Ooh. yeah, it's like a, it's like a mid-level. It's like Ooh, a Not mid-level quite a full one. team, but not the usual four. So that's, yeah, that's, and, yeah. And, and not Stellaris is 17 or whatever the hell it is. It's possibly more. Actually, it's probably <laughs> more than that. 17 base. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of... There's a lot to do, but it's not too much to manage, if you see what I mean with yeah. that. Um, and it does require some clever thinking at points, because the obvious thing you want to do is rush for spice, right? That's the whole point yeah. of June. The spice is everything. Um, yeah. But you can't. You have to balance things or you get in trouble. And you can always lose your spice um, trawlers to worms. So, yeah, and they do literally just appear up out of the map. Like, there's a little warning, and then boom. Um, and we'll come back to that in a bit, because it has been an interesting gameplay mechanic. But there's also, I should point out, because it's June, there's a big political spectrum going on as well. Nice. So you have, like, some of those resources are, like, intelligence um, and, like, favours with the trade, with the Spicing Guild and things like that. And you can even win the game by buying shares in the Choam Company. Like, hmm. it gives you a lot of different variety that works in June. Cool. And then we'll come to the bit that I originally thought were like my negatives on this, but actually they aren't because I've sort of revised it since. So I played like three separate starts in a campaign. You know how you always start these and then you go, oh, okay, I actually needed to do something different. I'll go yeah. back into it. Yeah, I did that. I got to the third one and across maybe six hours of the third one, um, I finished it. I won. Oh. Got to the victory screen and was like, oh, fuck. That came yeah. about quick. Um, and... <laughs> was sort of taken aback by that, mm. um, uh, particularly because in that particular playthrough, I basically hadn't had a major war. Um, <laughs> not with the other AI factions anyway. So right. that was a bit weird. Both How did you win, I sorry? Think, was it one of the... the so there's multiple ways. So this one's yeah. hegemony, which is like overall point score, you know? Um, right. So obviously you can win it by conquering everyone. You can win it by he- hegemony. You can win it by the Choam sales. And there's another method as well, but those are the three main ones, really. Uh, I think you can win it by dominating like more than half the map or something as well. So there's multiple options, and the combat is very Civ-based as well, just for the record. Um, But yeah, in this particular one, I barely had a war with the other three factions. But what I did find is the recently added Renegade Neutral Faction is a (laughs) world-ending threat in comparison to everyone else. Like... Mm. They were added in a recent patch. I think it was called Air and Sand. And it's the one way you can tell this is still in early access because holy hell are they overpowered. (laughs) Like you're rolling around with a couple of units of swordsmen and riflemen and they rock up with droids and airships. (laughs) And I was just there like, uh, what is, what? And they actually obliterated one of the AI factions like before we even did much more than chat to each other. 
<laughs> they just <laughs> annihilated them and left them with just their home base. And they just keep coming. And I, my biggest struggle was actually trying to defend my land from the renegades. Um, and it ended up, well, this was actually the most interesting battle that happened was me desperately defending, holding this town, going to take out a renegade base. And as I won that battle, a sandworm hit and wiped both forces out. Oh, very cool. And I was just like, okay, that's awesome. But crap, I have no army. <laughs> in like late game I have no army and desperately had to rebuild um, so that it was it was an interesting mix that whole playthrough and it kind of for me as someone who likes the grand strategy the bigger the better I kind of went like that's a bit disappointing but on thinking about it afterwards I've gone actually this game is absolutely perfect for people who really like the genre and don't have the amount of time mm, okay. because like I'm, I'm very lucky in the fact that I can play a 35-hour Warhammer 3 campaign over two months, and mm. I'm fine with that. But a lot of people will lose the train of thought pretty quickly or won't want to do that much over even... Like, won't want to do that much time or won't want to let it take that much time over two yeah. months, you know what I mean? So yeah. They yeah. Might this have, one... They... Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, this one is kind of perfect for like people who love strategy but do not have the time to dedicate because you can... Mm. You can do it in a week, even with less than an hour a day. Like they, they might have, they might have actively thought about doing that. As in, yeah. they might because um, I mean, so many people love the old. I mean, old people do. Like my dad fucking loves the old Dune movies and the Dune books. Yes. He's read all of them. Yeah. Um, and of course, the popularity has massively increased since the recent Dune movie. So they might have generally gone. Let's try and appeal to the people, not the hardcore. You know. Gamers like me and you who, yeah, the bigger the better, the more complex the better, the deeper the better. They might have gone, no, let's let's actually appeal to the average gamer, maybe even a casual gamer, and try and get them involved. I think that's a good point because it's um, they're finding their place. There are a lot of these really complex ones out there and long-winded ones out there. But but someone like me, if I was going to get into, you know, I've tried to get into 4X games and Mm. I, I like the concept and I have got into some of them. Yeah. But the one, even the ones that I've got into, like my time impression on them is nothing in comparison to like yeah. yours, either yeah. of your two. Like I, I play a game, enjoy it, bounce, it's a, or come back to it later, you know that type of thing. But yeah. this, this sounds like a game that's would would appeal to somebody like me who's got that level of time that they want to invest because they want to be playing other things and coming back to this later on and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, I and this is it. I was sort of thinking of. Like yourself, people like Jack, you know, the ones who really like it but don't play as much as they used to. I think it's perfect for that kind of player because Mm -hmm. it's also not that hard to pick up again if you had to leave it for a month. Ah, right. Okay, yeah. If the faction, the only major thing you might struggle with is the difference between the factions is quite strong. Now, that's a good thing for replayability, but it does mean if you played as like House Atreides, Paul's house, the main one, and then switched to one of the other factions you might struggle if you'd had a gap. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's not a bad thing. That just means it stretches out the gameplay. It gives you more things to do and more ways to play. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I suppose my initial sort of, oh, I can't believe it was over that quick, has gone to, actually, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, the only thing I will say that's a true negative is the achievements on Game Pass are broken. And that's kind of annoying. <laughs> right. Um, ah. Because, yeah, I mean, what was it? I got a hegemonic victory with House Atreides on medium difficulty. 
I got the achievement trigger for medium difficulty and the achievement trigger for destroying someone's base later, but I didn't get the other two achievements. And you were just like, that's, that's kind of annoying. Um, you know, it's not a major thing, but I quite like on Xbox collecting a few of them. So yeah. that, was, that is definitely not working perfectly. But otherwise... But it is early access, so... It is, it's game preview. So looking very good, very good for early access. Very much so, yeah. And apparently there's another update planned for it before it goes to full release. Major update, I mean. I do hope it brings more factions. The recent Aaron Sandron brought a new house. The Mm. I think they're called House Carino. They're the Imperial House, basically, um, from the story. So... That is a good development. Even if they just add one more, I think that would be a really good amount to have. Yeah. Um, and then I just hope they do dial back the Renegades slightly because they are relentless. <laughs> um, and while I won, it was literally only because I got to that point in the game where you get aircraft and then it's like, nice, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm interested, I don't have to say it now, but I'm interested to see both you and Eddie, I don't know if Eddie's going to play this before the end of the year, but something like this sneaking into our game of the year or other games that you've played as well, because we, we t- you guys in particular tend to play a lot of um, games which are off the beaten track, but yeah. are very, very good games. Um, and, you know, over the last couple of years, and I. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, over the last couple of years in our game of the year, we've had some. Like un- unknowns finishing like third. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what was it? Medieval Dynasty. I think, oh yeah, came, like, yeah. Came third last year. Well, I think yeah. it was. So it's like you know that I'm I'm interested what kind of pops up this year. But uh, wasn't, yeah, it's, wasn't last year the Ascent Valheim and then <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I think that was the top three. Was oh, that phenomenal yeah. stuff? That's how it should be. Yes, that's how it should yeah. be. Yeah. yeah, I agreed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Something for everyone. Um, but yeah, uh, Eddie, are you interested in playing this before the end of the year, or have you just yeah, got enough definitely. on your plate? I, in fact, it'll it'll probably genuinely be my next proper game, as in where oh, I sink in a lot of hours. I just need to get. I I, I can't see me going off um, Warzone anytime soon, mm. especially if they bring like updates and and good features. I know they've got a oh, lot the of DMZ. Bugs. Yeah. Well, yeah. My my. Thought process is they probably won't be bringing any big changes to DMZ soon because they've got a lot of bugs to work out. So they do, they do, and it is beta, and so that buys them time with all this stuff. But uh, I've I've watched some YouTube video, a lot of YouTube videos about saying exactly the same stuff that we are about an economy mm-hmm. system and a and a persistent inventory and stuff like that. So they, well, um, I'm sure they'll be listening. One final thing to add with this, by the way, just because I thought it was amazing. This is a 3.5 gig game. Wow. That's Jesus. All. Yeah. Wow. And it does not look it at all. It is polished. Like, but it's You're one of the few feet. humans on the planet that care about the size of a game, and uh, yes. I salute you for that. But uh, <laughs> that is a small game. It's a tiny, tiny game. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. stuff. Anyway, Good. we've talked a lot about games we've played here. Uh, I feel we should probably move on to our feature because I'm really looking forward to Eddie having some horrendous questions. So, for us. Just before we start this, this could be. <laughs> terrible or it could be fantastic so <laughs> or it could be horribly mediocre yes and and this is and this is i think designed for people listening to also if you're a football fan mm. think uh, and think of answers as you go along maybe tally up a score yeah um, yeah that would be good yeah i'll well, tell you what yeah. then in fact listeners, <laughs> would it? yeah no that's great uh listeners if you uh to play along there i've got uh, i think like nine questions there's 12 possible points you can get um, oh, a messaging. Uh, and how many points you got? Yeah. Uh, how many points you got? And I don't know. Ben will send the winner a prize. 
Right. <laughs> not been discussed, but... Okay. <laughs> it's not been discussed, sir. Can I send you a frame? Then we'll donate you his Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, many possibilities oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, none, none yeah. confirmed or denied but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so let's crack on so yeah this is the football manager world cup 2022 quiz yeah because you know the world cup's going on at the moment we thought we'd keep it themed but we are a gaming podcast so we had to we had to bring it into gaming somehow didn't we so of course uh, um yeah so the first set this broken into two sections for you guys um oh God, first section <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, 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 fo- it's just about stats of people right, on Football right. Manager, all right? So test your, test your skills. And then it's about the World Cup that's just happened on my save game. Okay, oh, lovely stuff, nice. lovely stuff. Yeah. Interesting. So how did Football Manager play it out? Okay. There okay. you go. How, how do the geniuses, and let's be honest, Football Manager in the past, wow, they've got things right. So... Yeah. Uh, this is gonna well, happen. yeah, I I used them as a dissertation in my degree. I used them and I Fucking cited them. And they're my they're my primary they were my primary reference tool um, wow. for predicting player abilities. And I I did a whole section on what they'd proven and got right in the past. Mm. <laughs> Fuck's mm-hmm. sake, Ben! Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted a new football manager. Let's see if this pans out better or worse than Ben's dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Well, let's start off with the stats section. So first one. Uh, and you can answer at any time. There's no rush. What is Harry Kane's off the ball stat? For our Ooh. listeners at home, that's kind of a a positioning for attackers, like uh, movement off the ball to get in the positions, maybe beat the offside trap. So out of God. 20, that is, what is Harry Kane's off the ball stat? Okay, I, I, uh, who goes first? Who goes first to this? Because there's an advantage you're going first. It's not an advantage of going oh. first. There's an advantage of going second. <laughs> what? I How? think you're overthinking this, Ben. I, I think you think are. You... Ben, you don't get a prize if you win. You yeah. know that, right? <laughs> ben only gets <laughs> to keep his Steam Deck if he beats everyone else. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You have to give away your laptop if you lose. <laughs> okay, that's, I mean, I've got like three here. I'll just give the cheap one. Yeah, <laughs> just give fucking, I don't know, a stream one. I've got yeah. one of them. 80 quid job. <laughs> Only thing it'll have on it is Rimworld. And just be like, enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, don't um, give that away. Give it to me. Okay, Harry Kane's off the balls there. I really wish I'd played Football Manager. In right, I, I, I'll go years. first then. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go first. I'm going for a 16. <sighs> I'm going to... That seems high. 14. 14. The answer is... 16. Oh, shit, really? Oh, wow, Ben. Oh, I'm setting cahoots between the two. There we oh, go. You know what, Pete? He's probably got fucking football manager up, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Immediate it. search Harry Kane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off the ball, right? Brilliant. Okay. All right, guys. Next one. This should be quite an easy one, I think. Well, you know, you're going to be what off or not. Um, Neymar's dribbling stat. Oh God! Okay. Yeah, Neymar the Brazilian, the world famous mm. dribbler. What is his dribbling stat out of twenty? Nineteen. Pete? Eighteen. <laughs> it's nineteen. Yeah. There seems to be a big advantage to going first here. Well, because I can't say the same answer. number, can okay, I? Pete. Okay, Pete, you go. You go first. You go first. Let's yeah, see no, the Let's see the buzzer. Mm. Yeah, you go first. You go first. You can do it, man. It's all right. 
Peter Frost from Plymouth. (laughs) 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 Uh, Right. Kevin De Bruyne's teamwork start. Mm, That one's a hard one, isn't it? You shouldn't have said you were going to go first. That, is, that, is that based on before the World Cup or what we saw the other day in the most recent game? And it's oh, well, it, it doesn't include that. <laughs> How recently patched is it? Okay, good. It's saying, <laughs> it's saying Belgium are too patch. old to win. It usually has a Christmas patch, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm going to go 14 again. 14. I'm going to go 12. <gasps> it's 13. Oh, in between, in between, in between. Ben's two up. Last one for this section. Kylian Mbappe's passing stat. Mm. We all know he's world class at running and dribbling, and he's pretty damn good finisher. But what's his you passing go, stat? You going first, Pete? Yeah, I mean, this is a complete shot in the dark. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. He's not exactly known for it, is he? But... 12. Oh, I was going to go 12. Uh... <laughs> I was going to go 19 on Neymar, but you know. Uh... <laughs> 13. It's way higher, boys. It's 15. Really? Yeah. Ooh, hello. That's, that's a lot higher. Yeah. Ooh. You do not rate Mbappe. Literally the second best player in the game. Yeah. <laughs> I swear that I swear the stats used to be slightly lower than these are coming up though. But yeah. Yeah, th- I I've noticed this that they seem to give the world cast players like amazing stats like pretty much for everything. Right, like you'll see, like anticipation of fucking some players, and you go, "What? Where's why is his anticipation so high? And no stage in his career have you gone? We anticipate that well, you know. Uh, never mind, never mind. Fine. And this is it. I haven't actually looked at the most recent football manager, so this is an interesting mm. lesson for me. Yeah. Okay. So, so back to the game. Do I get a point for being close, or do you have to get on the money? No, you have to get on the money, Ben. Don't be fine. Okay. 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 For okay. being closer. Right. Okay. How are our listeners going to score their points then? Yeah, no, true story, true story. Right, on to the 2022 World Cup that I just experienced. So, Mm. first question, and this is to our American listeners, what round did the USA get to? Oh, it has the right groups in, doesn't it? It has has the groups as we know them. Yes, it does, yeah, exact same groups. So they played the same teams, effectively. What round did the USA team get to? Or get knocked out of whichever. Who's who's to go first? Well, I'm going to go round of sixteen. Ah, oh. mm. I can't say the same thing, can I? Uh, you can. I'm, going you group, can. I'm going to go group stage. It is the semi-finals. No, wow. semi-finals. Wow. Unrealistic. I Unrealistic! Oh, a lot of American listeners out there who are just shouting that we dominated England. I call they? shenanigans. <laughs> I call shenanigans game. on that. Um, <laughs> funny side fact: uh, two of number one and number two goal of the tournament were both Americans. Nonsense. Wow. Yeah, Ware and uh, Pulisic. Yeah. yeah. There you go, uh, well, boys. Pulisic. There yeah. you go. Semi. Come on. All right. All right. <laughs> right. Here's a big question. Who beat Brazil 2-1 in the World Cup final to become champions? So it's not Brazil, because they got hammered 2-1 in the final. (laughs) Right. I have experienced two World Cups on Football Manager. 
And on both of those occasions, England have won the World Cup. <laughs> so I'm going to go for the mighty England. Okay. okay. And just for spiciness. Oh. Don't go USA, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> that was obviously well. No, I, I want to say Argentina. But I don't think they can meet in the final, can they? Ooh, that's, a, that's a question I can't answer. Yeah, that's yeah. that's, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, don't know whether that's the. I'm gonna go thing. Argentina. I can't be bothered. I can't work out the bracket while we do this. Let's okay. just say Argentina for the for the drama that would lead to. One of you is right. My God, oh, it's Ben. Good God, <laughs> and of course it's the mighty England, just oh, like in yes. real life. That means of the three oh. World Cups that I'm aware of on the latest book manager, all three have been England won by England. Everyone. Do you reckon that might be a downloading an England stat? You know, like <laughs> Portugal, it, it's always Portugal. Where's what is your location? Ah, right, okay, we know which way this yeah. goes. Unless you're in Wales and then they just give it to England. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I just pissed off a lot of our listeners there, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, three nil. All right, come ben. on, Pete, Pete. You need to, you need to fucking pull your finger out, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing really attached to my defeat here, but yeah, sure, sure. Come on, I can do this. Pride, Let's go. pride. Pete, you go first in. for this one because Ben went first the last one. You're a proudful people, Pete. In the final, name the two scorers, and there's three points available here because obviously there's two scorers, but I want to know who scored two goals. Ooh. Oh, okay, right. Okay. So an England player scored two goals. Yeah, it's 2-1. Okay. So England player scored two goals. And the Brazil player scored one goal. Okay. So... If you're trying to sim a game on Football Manager, that's... (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have it installed. Um, That's why I've waited so long. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go with with Charleston. And... Kane. Okay. Ben? I'm going to go, because of his awesome strike, deflected strike this evening, I'm going to go for the big man, Casemiro, from Brazil. (laughs) Uh, United, through and through. Um, And I'm going to predict that Marcus Rashford started the final and scored two. So you literally just went with Man U and Man U there. Fuck's sake. Hey, it's out there. (laughs) It's out there. It's wrong. But it's oh. out there. <laughs> the answer, Brazil scorer was Gabriel Jesus. Ah, yeah. And England player to score two was Harry Kane. Oh, of course it bloody was. Yeah, he's got a penalty. Do I get a point it, for that? You get two points for that, Pete. Oh, two nice, points. nice, because he scored two goals. Yeah, there you go. Three, two. It's three, two, yeah. baby. There you yeah. go. It's oh. three, two. And he started to pull his finger out. And there's three <laughs> points left on the table. Oh, <sighs> Still end up five two. Okay, oh, <laughs> but no. Um, what I... you, you are allowed to say the same player here because I think one of them is pretty obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Best three players of the tournament. So first, second, and third. I don't want any order, so you can say them in any order. But the best three players of the tournament. Okay. Harry Kane. Yeah, Harry Kane because he scored. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Mbappe as well. I'm going to go Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, you've got to have a Brazilian in there. Um, I'm going to put Casemiro in there. Fuck it. 
Fuck's sake, why Casemiro uh, every time? <laughs> he just likes him, right? He does, um, he's United yeah. player, yeah. Yeah, and for my, for my third one, Weston McKinney. Come on, USA, you got <laughs> to the semis. You got to the semis, yeah. <laughs> You're really trying to go for those. It was all Weston McKinney. Yeah. <laughs> right, in first place was Harry Kane. Yeah, oh, correct. Nice. Point of piece. Point of piece. In Four, second three. place was Phil Foden. Oh, the savior of English football. I keep forgetting we have him because Gareth Southgate doesn't play him. <laughs> I know how crazy yeah. is this. Like Foden yeah. on Football Manager is world class. Well, Foden in real life is world class. It's world class. Yes, yeah. We don't even play him. No, that's how good we are. Yeah. The savior He's of English so football. good. He doesn't need to be playing. No, exactly. <laughs> oh dear, and of course, the third best player. Neither of you got it. Neither of you even thought of it. Was of course Aaron Ramsdale. So all three. What the <laughs> guy sorry. who doesn't play? Sorry, he played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, they were all Aaron English. Ramsdale. He, they were he played. all English. <laughs> Wow. Oh dear. Yeah, third best player. World class right. goalkeeper. God. And so Ben wins it by a whisker. By one four, three. point. Four, four three. three. All three of the best players at the tournament were English. I think that's <laughs> unlikely in anyone giving that breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you've got a player like Ramsdale again, third best in the tournament, <laughs> I mean, what do you want? Yeah. Unless we battered everybody, but it was always because Ramsdale was on fire and goal. I don't know how you get that combination. No, we, we three. only beat Belgium in extra time in the semis, so... Yeah. Yeah. So and we let in a lot of goals. Kane's so high up. Oh, what? <laughs> that was Ramsdale? Okay. You know what? Mm. It's madness. It's madness. Yeah. Okay. But this is why. Win. So this is the future. It's prophetic. Yeah. What, what, prophetic, yeah, yeah. The, what isn't madness is I won 4-3. So. <laughs> but our listeners may have beaten us. Oh, absolutely. So please so tell us. We'd, we'd, we'd love to hear that we'd love, oh um, this is a perfect segue isn't it um, you can email us <laughs> oh I thought that. you were doing that oh. yeah yeah <laughs> I, it was kind of halfway but that anyway um, you can email us podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk you can tweet us at grumpygamerspod probably best to tweet us yeah. um, we have a YouTube <laughs> channel Grumpy Gamers Podcast and we are on Twitch 7pm Thursdays Grumpy Gamers Podcast all one word and is there a stream this week uh, there Possibly. may or, or may not be. It's possible. It's possible. Okay. It's, it's a it's a perfect possibility. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Good. Well, on that bombshell, I think it's probably a time to go, isn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> that's GG. GG. GG.